0: Happy New Year. Welcome to the first D.C. Beer Show of 2023. We are at D.C. Beer across social media. Mike Stein, what's in your Stein tonight? Well, Jake, no
1: Stein tonight. Straight out of the can, I have King's Gold American Pilsner from Iron Hill Brewery. Iron Hill Brewery gave some credence to several brewers in our area. Uh, So I was texting with Jeff Ramirez of Denizen's uh, Brewing Company, and I was like, oh, I'm going to Iron Hill. Should I get a case, 12 bottles of 10% Imperial stout. He's like, I think they have cans now. And sure enough, he was right. So here's a can of King's Gold American Pilsner. It's a wonderful, easy drinking pills, uh, 5% ABV. I got it from the Hershey, Pennsylvania, Iron Hill uh, brewery location. Jordan, what do you have this evening? Are you imbibing? Are you doing dry January? What's uh, what's in your glass, in your mug or on your mind? Uh, Well,
2: I'm imbibing. And uh, I started off the new year with a Overlander triple dry hopped hazy double IPA uh, out of 8-Bit Brewing Company in uh, Marietta, California. If anybody's familiar with the West Coast, it's just north of uh, Temecula. Yeah. Um, Enjoying this, it's hot with Mosaic, Estrada, Enigma, Cascade, Idaho 7 and Mosaic Incognito. So having all the hops to start the year off. Jake, what are you drinking?
0: Meet me in Tamacula. Woof, that is uh, that's a lot of hops. <laughs> um, I'm going in the exact opposite direction and I have here, uh, since this episode goes live on Friday, uh, a fresh off the canning line uh, 10 hour old Port City Dunkel, um, part of their lager series. Uh, This is the first time they've put it in cans in two years. Uh, It has very little hopping to it. Um, A lot of like nice toasty dark bread, little bit of caramel sweetness to it. And it is, it's, it's nice to have the dunkel back. All right. I was just going to go ahead and jump straight into our guests. It's uh, Andrew and Jasmine Dill of Liquid Intrusion Brewing the first black-owned brewery in Prince George's County. And we sat down with them and had a chat. Here we go. Please welcome Jasmine and Andrew Dill of Libco Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company out of Southern Maryland. Welcome (laughs) to the show, everybody.
3: Hello, hello. How are you?
0: All is well here. How are things down there? It's, it's
3: moving. It's, it's growing. We're doing great things. We're expanding at a rapid pace. And we're learning at every step that we're, we're moving.
0: Liquid's definitely prevailing. Yes. So the first beer that you all have on the market is the African Queen and Her Seven C's, And it's available around D.C., but not yet in D.C., um, but Montgomery County, Howard County, Prince George's County. I would assume Charles, Calvert, St. Mary's as well. What can you tell us about this beer?
3: It is our IPA that we're introducing ourselves to the market to. It is brewed at 6%. Um, It's actually a play on words. The African Queen is a hop that we get imported from South Africa. So you get your notes of stone fruit, such as cherry, papaya, um, and you also... um, Blackcurrant. And blackcurrant. And then Falconer's flight is every variety of hop that begins with the letter c to give you those traditional juicy citrus flavors that you used to in an ipa um it is very crushable it's not as heavy on the stomach so it is good it pairs well with your spoke meats barbecues spicy foods tacos tacos um sporting events we love our ipa with football of course we love this one. This is again the one that we're introducing ourselves to the market to.
4: Yeah, we definitely wanted it to be like an everyday IPA. Little tidbit when we first, you know, came on the scene and was introducing ourselves and like weren't even in stores yet. It was actually a New England or a Hazy, if you will. We started to do market strategy and study and things of that nature. And we actually um, just pulled back on that. We said, you know what, let's clear this up as a flagship IPA. Let's just make it, you know, clear, really crushable and go from there. Um, that everyday IPA is kind of the the goal with it.
0: When you all are working with African Queen, which is a Southern Hemisphere hop, and so it might actually have more in common with a Ruwaka, Nelson Sauvin, Galaxy, how do you balance that out with the Falconer's Flight, which has these more traditional West Coast notes? I know Falconer's Flight gets um, a fair amount of play in DC brow beers, thinking of like the public pale ale and then on the wings of Armageddon. And so, how did, how, when, when you're working on the recipe development, I get that you all wanted to use African Queen. And of course, the Seven Seas is a good play on words, Falconer's Flight. What was that trial and error process like before you all took it to market? There was quite a few.
4: A lot of it was actually the hop additions and getting them right, you know, going from just say like on a five gallon batch on a homebrew scale, whether we're adding an ounce or two ounces, two and a half ounces. Uh, what day to actually dry hop on played a major factor on it as well, too. Um, and then just pretty much, like say just getting it dialed in and going from there. But once we figured out the right addition, right timing, boil process, and then also dry hopping, the product's what you got now.
0: Excellent. And so do we have plans to see it in D.C. proper before too, too long?
3: Yes, we actually have plans. Um, we're actually in the process of, Uh, looking for a distributor at the moment. So that would definitely help to get us into D.C. Currently, we are in about 30 markets in Maryland, but we do know that we have a a large target list for um, once we are are actually able to sell in D.C.
4: And with that, if we can sign with a distributor, great. But if not, you know, we will do our best to get into D.C. as soon as possible. Um, Right now, we currently self-distribute across Maryland. So if we have to self-distribute in D.C., so be it.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. I'm trying to think of like what the closest spot is to the district proper.
4: World of beer in Bethesda. You also have uh Brass Tap in the National Harbor. Then you can go a little bit into Van Ness area, like the It's kinda of right on the what's line. that Chevy Chase yeah. area, right right there as well, too.
0: Excellent. So we know the for the DC proper listeners and for the Virginia listeners too because um, Oxon Hill and National Harbor, right across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, um, the beer is readily available. That's good about the brass tap. That I will check out. What else are you working on? It's like you've got this flagship dialed in, this IPA. What's coming next?
4: So with that, we have um, our second rendition of what we like to call our core Four. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be our south of DC cream ale. Uh, 5% cream ale, a little bit more easier approaching. We don't lager partially on from us to scale up to our contract brewer. We don't have those capabilities to, you know, hit those temperature marks when, with uh, ferment, fermentation is concerned. So, you know, cream are kind of the next best thing. And with that, we're using that to target your more novice palates to have, who actually want to make the jump to get over into craft beer. Down here in Southern Maryland, you know, there aren't that many breweries down here. The market isn't really that, that saturated. So with that, There's not that much education when it comes to craft beer as well, too. So if we can have something on our core four list, that's a good entry level. And, you know, for our other two and also with the African Queen, you know, we can attract those craft beer drinkers as well, too.
0: Excellent. I think cream ale seems to make a lot of sense. Um, It's an ale, but it drinks much more like a lager. And so you got your Butterweiser, Miller, Coors drinkers. You hand them that and then off they go on their craft beer journey. See? I like the way you think, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But let's back it up a minute. You all were and are homebrewing out of your basement. How did you get into beer and homebrewing to begin with?
3: Drew has always been in something beer related, whether that was bartending, um, managing beer bars, beer distributing in D.C. at one point. So he he's always had a, a, a hand in beer, and as well as being uh, cicerone certified. But um, during the pandemic, he was working at a, a beer bar, and at that time, he had to pretty much fire himself uh, when this shutdown happened. <laughs> so at this time now, I'm I'm actually still working from home myself, and Drew doesn't have nothing to do. He has all this time on his hands. He will say it a different way, but I, I, I did tell him he needed to, he needed to find something to She's get out of my She's being so face. nice about it. I am. So, <laughs> um, well, actually for, for Drew, he started going on to a lot of Facebook groups, um, Facebook homebrewing groups, just to kind of figure out the in and outs, try to, I guess, just find his way into homebrewing. So um, on one particular day, there was a lady that was trying to sell her husband's homebrewing equipment because he had recently was, passed. Oh, she wasn't
4: selling. She was giving it away. She
3: was giving it away. Yeah. OK. So, um, yeah, he had recently passed from cancer and we were just going to go there and just figure out what else she had left. He Drew had recruited the help of a friend and my brother, um, asked my father to borrow his truck and went to um, the, the lady's house to tell her pretty much what we were doing, what we were thinking about, and um, pretty much go from there. She was very moved, very touched, very inspired of what we were trying to do, what we were um, trying to get accomplished. And she was like, well, a lot of this stuff is spoken for, but I, lo- I love what you guys are trying to do. You can have it all. So we're talking about the three burner system, the propane pots, system pots. The, uh, yeah, the, the tanks, um even his handwritten notes of in recipes of her uh, deceased husband cuz uh withdrew he likes to um he 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 wants to make sure he sells the 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 product the best way that he can. So she definitely said that she reminded her, her a lot of her husband. So that's what pretty much pushed her to um I guess we're going to say donate. We're going to say um, we were able to acquire all of his equipment. Yeah,
4: I'll butt I'll, I'll okay. in there a little bit. So <laughs> with that, the thing is that when we told her what we were trying to do, she was like, you know, my husband wanted and had the same dream. He was African-American man. And he wanted to be Prince George's County's first Black-owned brewery. So for us to move her in that aspect, she was like, oh, half the stuff is spoken for him. Jasmine didn't even tell you the the full amount of what was was there. Like there was you know, a full-fledged Keezer, CO2 tanks, you know, Perlick tap handles with flow control. Like, all this stuff costs money. And she was like, take it, free of charge. I know that you're going to take care of my, my husband's stuff, and it's in a better place now. And um, once when we got that, it was like, okay, this is kind of a divine type thing. Like, th- this is what we're supposed to be doing. Like Jasmine said with my background, knew how to drink about beer, knew how to talk about beer, knew how to sell beer, just didn't know how to brew it. You know, so... Really got in the lab during COVID and, you know, sustained it. And I needed a little bit of help because, you know, homebrewing is almost a two-person job, especially when you're doing large batches, 5, 10, 15 gallons, things of that nature. So uh, Jasmine started coming down and helping out with the brew day. And with the African Queen, for some odd reason, and this is God's honest truth, I made the recipe, followed it to a T, just wasn't hitting my marks, hitting my numbers. It just wasn't working out. And I love IPA, so... I'm like, oh, man, I'm doomed. And the wife said, you know what? Stop your crying. You know, get out the way and let me brew it. And what you taste today is actually from the fruits of of her labor. So very exciting because it actually got her into it and more, more intrigued in it. And also she has a one-up on me because she can brew an IPA better than me.
0: <laughs> See, there you go. Jasmine, you went from, you know, being on Teams, being on Zoom, teleworking, annoyed with him. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're like, you, you put your coworkers on uh, mute, go down, knock out an IPA, and then uh, come back up, go to work?
3: That's pretty much what it was. And, you know, with a lot of our friends, we're beer drinkers. There's a couple of uh, homebrewers, so they they understand. But um, it is nice to, to pick up a new hobby when <laughs> we were just kind of all sitting in the house bummed.
4: Yeah, and, and with that, like, you know, we did the IPA, we did the rest of our core four, so... You know, the cream Ale, our Lemongrass Saison, our Plum Basil Farmhouse Ale. We even, you know, dabbled in some seasonals a little bit as well. So we, we had that in the chamber and also some rarity one-offs that, that, that we want to do. So we were able to, to seize the time and the opportunity and go from there. And then once um, when we had the liquid, you know, down pack, having friends and family coming over and trying it, you know, and with the world opening up, got to meet with some great breweries that was actually willing to help, like Patuxent. Um, things of that nature and folks of the DMV collective of black brewers. And then, you know, we started like reaching out to people, seeing what we can do. So from there, it was really grassroots, like well, you can't see because, you know, you're listening to this podcast, but like with our um, clothing that we have and all that stuff, you know, all that was pretty much planned during COVID.
0: So you mentioned the liquid. And so you got this name, liquid intrusion. What does that mean? Liquid intrusion. Liquid intrusion is two things.
4: Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Um, one, it's about how porous waters through malt to create work, which will in turn create beer after you introduce yeast to it. Secondly, we want to intrude on the market of um, we want to intrude on a market that's underrepresented of African Americans of less than one percent across the country. Black ownership is that's about what 70 breweries, give or take. Mm-hmm. And in our market, uh, where we are in Brandywine, Prince George's County, is one of the most affluent, predominantly African American counties out there. And there hasn't been a black, Black-owned brewery until now. Uh, we actually have two, us being the first, and Sheldon with uh, Black Beauty Brewing Company as well, too. So it's really cool to see, you know, this county, this area, actually starting to gravitate towards
0: craft beer. Right, and you're contract brewing just down Maryland 5 in Charles County at Waldorf's Petuncet, yes? No. We're actually
3: uh, contract brewing with Oliver in Baltimore.
0: Okay, so it's um it's over at Oliver PSA, just on the other side of 895. Yeah, that's correct. All right, and there are a couple other black-owned breweries who are also brewing out of that facility. Are there not? Yes, they are. that is correct. Yep. Any thoughts on the possibility down the road of? Your own brick
3: and mortar brewery? Absolutely. So we're actually looking at spaces at the moment. We do know that in our area, we we pref- we would like to be in Brandywine, but however, we do understand that the industrial s- zoning is a little difficult. Um, with the growth, we're we loving the growth, but the industrial um, space is going to be a little difficult. So we look. We're trying to definitely look um, in the southern part of our county. Um, just so that we can target the fact that there aren't a lot of breweries here. But um, we're targeting um, two to three years to be to have a grand opening.
4: That's being actual, you know, safe. And, you know, let's be real about this. But if we can do anything in our power to make it happen sooner, we're going to make it happen sooner.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So we've got a cream ale coming. When do you think we'll start seeing that in cans? in time for like sort of, you know, when people's hearts turn to spring, they start thinking something a little bit lighter, more loggerish, cream ale kind of fits that bill. We March, April, May,
3: well, maybe sooner. I don't maybe. know. But the best thing to do is to make sure you following us at Lip Code 2021. As soon as we know, we'll definitely let our beer friends know on social media.
0: Excellent. That's what we'd like to see. Jasmine and Drew liquid intrusion brewing. May the liquid prevail. It's Prince George's County First Black-owned Brewery. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. If you're in the Maryland, on the Maryland side of DC, African Queen and her seven seas, I had it as a homebrew. I've had it out of the can, very nicely done, well-balanced. It's an IPA that you can drink two of, which you know, you can't always say that these days. So much appreciated. Thanks for being on the podcast.
3: Thank you, Appreciate for Appreciate you.
0: Us. May the liquid always prevail. Indeed, indeed. All right. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you, Liquid Intrusion. Please go check them out on the Maryland side of things and hopefully they'll be in DC sooner rather than later. All right. What else is going on out there, fellas?
2: We got a couple of things going on. Um, again, it's, you know, it's dry January. So, It's not a ton of events, but definitely keep your eyes peeled for uh, some of the events as our DMV family and our our breweries and our favorite, our watering holes, as they roll out some events. Uh, I know Denizens is planning a bottle share event uh, January 29th. It'll be at their Riverdale location. Uh, They'll be pulling out some of their own bottles uh, out of the cellar. And uh, they've also extended the invitation for some of us to bring our our own bottles. So please uh, plan accordingly and drink responsibly. Mike, what are you tracking?
1: Well, I'm noticing that we do have a shortage of events for January. So I would strongly encourage anyone who's participating in no, you know, let's say no alcohol beer drinking um, to continue, you know, if you're not frequenting your tap room, you're buying gift certificates, um, you're buying merch, getting some, some fly beanies and hoodies, uh, check out the merch at dcbeer.com. I should plug (laughs) we have our own merch, but outside of us, Whoever your favorite brewery, cidery um, a brewer is, by all means, get some merch from them, from their tap room if you feel like showing up, or order online. You know, they really appreciate the business. Um, We've been seeing a lot of restaurateurs and small business owners in the District of Columbia sounding off about how um, the first two weeks of the new year are historically the slowest for a restaurant, and that may be good. Some folks may be given a week off who really need it, who are grinding very hard coming into 2023, but the bottom line is very much appreciated from a small business perspective. So grab a gift card, grab a hoodie, grab a a dog collar and a dog leash if your pup uh, needs some new swag. Jake, are you tracking any events into 2023? We
0: do have one more in January. I think it's going to be pretty big, and it's D.C.'s newest brewery. Uh, Crooked Run Union Market is, I believe, targeting the weekend of January 21st, 22nd for an opening um, of their brewery and pizza restaurant, over, um, at 550 Morse street. It's like directly across the street from, um, a La the Italian deli and, um, the brewery that's, um, brewery with no W, um, Southern California's Orange County brewery store. Um, and so Crooked Run is, I believe, hoping to open, I think it's Thursday the 20th. Um, hopefully, DCRA, ABRA, buildings, licensing, treats them all well um, and the kitchen health inspection and all of that goes well. Uh, we will obviously have more on that. Uh, we'd love to see some pictures. We'd also love to taste some beers as well as wines and ciders from Crooked Run and hopefully they'll be uh, to-go sales as well. So watch DCBeer.com and at DC Beer in the socials for more of that. Parting thoughts, anyone? Anyone want to take us out?
1: Uh, just thanks, thanks to our guests again, uh, Andrew and Jasmine. We, we really a- appreciate what Libco has brought to the area. It's been a pleasure for me uh, documenting the rise, you know, their success. When I last wrote about uh, the collective, the strength of our Black-owned uh, area brewers and small businesses, Libco was in the process of launching They're here. They have some really interesting stuff coming down the pike. I absolutely cannot wait for the next beer that's coming. I will be sure to buy a case of it when it's in cans, or maybe I'll leave the cans for the retailers and I'll just uh you know once we get through dry January uh have a case on draft to make sure I'm uh, uh designating a driver, taking a uh, metro or or uh you know hailing a cab. Jordan, what do you got on a parting note before we head into 2023?
2: I would like to echo that. You know, we uh we, you know have high beauty on the on the pot. uh about a, month ago, about a month maybe a month and a half ago now uh but last year uh, toward the end of uh, 2022 and uh you know just just really shout out to to Lipcoat to what they've done and how they've continued to pour back into the community and pass the torch and, and lift up the others uh that are getting started and that have uh continued to grow in the DMV area so just want to give them all their flowers um excited for all the things that 23 has in store for us Uh, all the new beer the new brewery collaborations uh, new breweries that may be opening and uh, new locations uh, that may be opening so just looking in 2023 is looking up so uh, i'm excited for it
0: cool on that note thank you all for listening we'll see you in a few weeks check us out in the socials at dc beer let us know what you're drinking if you come across any good na dry january products we want to hear about those too all right be well to each other peace see you next time